Beautiful monkeys and monkey ladies. <laughs> I wanted to do a solo podcast because I felt, or a few people have been asking for it, and I just felt like now is a good time to do it because I've been going through somewhat of a rebirth. That's why I haven't done much podcasting recently and discovered a lot of real deep self-love practices and experiences that I'd love to share with you and involve you a bit more in my journey. I mean, there's many layers that I could unravel and I've touched on bits and pieces in other episodes, but I wanted to just mainly just focus on self-love for this one and also just check in with you guys via me directly to you with big thankings of yous (laughs) because I just really appreciate the feedback I've been getting through my Instagram, people messaging me and I just love, love that that connectivity and uh, just hearing how it's affected you guys. And some people it may not have affected whatsoever and that's, I probably haven't heard from you and you're probably not listening. <laughs> but in any kind of way, I just love that feedback. So please, well, I'll just turn that notification off. Excuse me. There you go. Um, yeah, just feel free to <laughs> get in touch, you know. I want to hear what you've been, what episodes you've been enjoying. Please share any that you can. Please subscribe and leave reviews in iTunes or however you listen to it or the podcast apps. And yeah, I just really value and appreciate the support. So I just wanted to take a moment to give you that thanks back. I thoroughly love these kind of open conversations, exploring or holding space for people to explore more of what they are and just allow that kind of vulnerability and exposure of deeper realms of our inner realities to be playful and fun and light. So that's kind of my intention with it, as you may have picked up and I want it, I've got about another 10 or 15 episodes in the bag that someone's just offered to help me edit and release. Um, I've had a lot on the last couple of months, so I haven't been able to get them out. So I'm sorry there's been a big gap, but you should have more episodes soon and some really, really bloody good ones in there as well, real juicy stuff, yummy, yummy, yummy. So yeah, just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you and please keep the connectivity going. I really love hearing hearing how things affect you, hearing what works, what doesn't. And please give any feedback on people that you'd like me to talk with or anything I could do better as well because I'm far from perfect, but I'd love, love playing it all. Um, so self-love. I The last little bit, six weeks in particular, I basically had a panic attack that I've never experienced before and it really unearthed a lot of my dysfunction. So it's kind of at the root of it without over-intellectualizing it's essentially I have neglected a large area of what I am. If you talk about the spectrum of what I am is between 0 and 100. Um, the bandwidth of what I have really accepted is between, you know, like somewhere in the middle around, you know, 50 to 60 or whatever. It's just a narrow spectrum. So everything from my, like growing up in a, extreme kind of fundamentalist church it restricted my acceptance of more or more of the spectrum of what I am and and I don't have any distaste for that it's just what it is it's it's inflicted me in a way that conditioned my thinking limited my experience of reality and ultimately limited my capability to love myself more fully so it was the biggest gift having that panic attack about six, seven weeks ago and moving through it. 
I've I feel endlessly thankful to the people who have supported me through it and the insight that I've had and the the, the fact that it's even happened it's just allowed my dysfunction my mistakes in my intellect and my limitations on how I've been bringing myself to the world to fuck right off <laughs> so it's been super uncomfortable super agonizing lots of and and no doubt more feelings and dysfunction will continue to purge and I've learned to just feel it non-judgmentally and accept it and that's essentially the little sequence that I'll go through in a moment to give you an overview of but it's essentially uh, there's many different people talking about this type of practice in different ways Um, Charlie Goldsmith a friend of mine who I've been working with has, has introduced me to it in a new way really challenging my intellect and allow me to just feel as simple as just feel what wants to be felt he says your job description of your feelings is just i want to be felt that's it another psychologist i've been working with that's a beautiful woman called leslie ann she taught me the process of inner child work so uh, relating to my inner child as the person the three-year-old self inside myself myself (laughs) who has very innocent simple straightforward feelings that just want to be felt so i shut my eyes see where he's at see how he's feeling and just essentially parent him and hold him and give him space to feel whatever he wants and after i kind of talk to him as a unconditionally loving father and create that new intellect structure within myself from a baseline of soul connectivity because i've really sunk into the deep layer of absolute self-acceptance and telling him what's up you know that i love him completely you're completely beautiful as you are i accept you for all you are i'm here for you whenever you feel whatever you need to feel i can see how you've got these feelings that you're feeling because of the environment you've grown up with through the impressions you've received and so it's just been allowing myself to go into that space to feel myself completely has been I can't even tell you how liberating like you know I thought I felt pretty liberated in my behavior but now I feel a whole new level of of freedom and present moment awareness and total acceptance of what is and love of what is within myself and then others too I put up a lot of limitations I think because I was scared you know I hung on to like particular practices like eating really well exercising and meditating and and then I'd kind of like put up wars to things that didn't you know help me with that like having a beer with friends or whatever and I would be somewhat judgmental of it because I was scared shitless of relapsing into a mentally unstable state so now I've gained more self-acceptance and self-love of what I am I love the idea of bringing myself in any kind of situation having a beer just because I want to have a shared experience with someone or because I just want to be with them and it's not going to you know all in moderation I'm not going to you know I'm looking after myself (laughs) it's a priority to look after myself but just having that absolute acceptance for all these different types of ways of seeing reality that other people have and seeing that with absolute adoration and curiosity and isn't that interesting you know and playing with that because before where I was threatened because I needed people to be a certain way to me to 
validate my sense of self-worth, soothe me externally for my where I should be just soothing myself internally, filling up my own cup, accepting myself lovingly and then bringing myself into the world and I don't look for that kind of external soothing from others. So that can sound quite abstract without specific examples. So I'll try to be specific in a moment. But first I'll tell you the the sequence that Johnny Pollard taught me and it's actually in his book, The Golden Sequence, which I really recommend and it's basically a pragmatic, practical guide to coming back home to yourself. And I would call it like I, it's it's a sequence of five things that I will add extensions to and then elaborate on. But it's essentially the first one is surrender, then accept, then feel, then connect, and finally respond. And for me, that is surrendering my mistaken intellect, the kind of ego self that has ideas of the way it should be that's formed from pain impressions and survival and dis- and essentially just uh, doing its best. <laughs> and then um, acceptance of that dysfunction, having total acceptance of I accept that I have this dysfunction and it's creating these mistakes in my intellect. And then once I've accepted it, I drop into a place of feeling it what's beneath the dysfunction where is it coming from and for me i realized that my dysfunction has come from just a desire to feel and experience love that's all i really want and so once i sorry that's the connect phrase so up to again to the feel phrase i sorry i feel into whatever emotion is just above that desire so it's this kind of um it can be absolute grief and sadness of missing a loved one or it can be anger or it can be hurt or it could be um, anything and whatever the feeling is you kind of just drop into you after you've surrendered and accepted you basically give yourself a license and say I'm willing to feel whatever needs to be felt and then it moves into you and you feel it move through you and you can cry and sometimes the other day only four days ago I felt like I couldn't handle I didn't have the strength to endure the agony of the level of sadness that I felt and a loneliness absolute abandonment and loneliness and and my intellect can try to understand but ultimately it's interesting to understand for an intellectual or someone that likes thinking a lot but ultimately it's just it needs to be felt and processed and moved through me and then it gets released but I do it with the intention of just desiring to accept and embrace and feel it fully. And then once I felt it, I connect. So I connect with that soul within myself, that just above the beingness of what I am, the, the soul of who I am, which is very calm, all-knowing, all-peaceful, and really just desires an experience of love. That's as simple as it is. And so this dysfunction forms out of, um, I find somewhat this desire and a mistaken, entangled kind of complex <laughs> that I can't fully explain. But point is, once I've felt it, I realized that underneath that dysfunction was just a desire to f- connect and experience love because that's the most precious thing we can experience in this life or that I've found at least. And just looking into someone's eyes and being absolutely present with them is 
is just the most beautiful thing. And I've got the capability and we all do have the capability to just allow that to be our embodiment, embodied desire. And so once I connect to that space, that basic desire of what I want, I, you know, I've just self-loved myself by that process to get there. And then I go out and I respond from that place. So that's the final one. I respond from a place of total love of myself and total love of what is and what is around. And it's, it's such a beautiful, powerful sequence that makes me feel so present moment aware, makes me feel like I've arrived, I'm here, this is all I need to be. And it kind of removes or rewires my brain, rewires my intellect to be useful for my soul rather than uh, kind of the dysfunction it was operating in before, which is absurd in a lot of ways. <laughs> I can understand why it is, but it's absurd in the sense that you know, if someone treated me the way my ego treats me, I would kick them out of the room, you know, like it, it's incredibly rude and doubtful and cynical and doesn't really have a great level of intelligence. It's dysfunctional. And so to be specific about those things, it's an example is, you know, when I grew up in the church, our way of experiencing love was through vulnerable, open conversations. And so therefore, when I left, I was scrambling for a new worldview because everything had shattered. I had no idea of what was up, what was down. I felt like I was out in the stratosphere, floating around, trying to construct an idea of reality. What's real? What is God? What is not God? What is... And 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 as, as I clung, I research 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 lots of alan watts lots of philosophy and then i started to get a see the golden thread between all these teachings all these wise people that are connected to soul that are connected to beingness you know the just the the baseline fact that we exist we agree on <laughs> we can't deny that i exist and you exist and and that's one thing we can agree on so people that are grounded established in that beingness um, I found a lot of wisdom in. And so therefore, as I was constructing this reality, I, it was somewhat of a rigid attachment to the intellect because I was in survival mode because without doing that, I would have, you know, just obliterated myself because I was completely lost in the desert. And that's a dangerous place to be in your mind mentally. And so... I created this rigid attachment essentially to the idea that was I grew up with, which was I'm only worth something or I'm being loved if someone is showing me deep conversation and vulnerability within themselves or accepting my vulnerability. And so therefore, I walked around with that kind of idea, mistaking my intellect. And while deep conversations can be good when they're you know coming from a good place, I was an addict for them and rejected kind of people that wouldn't have them and ultimately because I didn't really fully accept myself and all of what I am and what love actually is the, the, the infinite unboundedness of what love is and I had limited it to this idea of what I thought love was what I thought relationships was what I thought connecting with people was and and it was limited by you know not drinking and um, not partying too much and and having deep conversations and all these kind of things that I think a lot of people on a spiritual path have of, you know, 
having a rigid attachment to the knowledge or or like an insecure clinginess to um, that. And it's a very normal process, but I just feel so liberated of it at the moment. And yeah, so once I had identified that I do that, I realized that um, I saw it for what it was and it came through that panic attack, that heightened emotional state of intense anxiety that for anyone that's experienced it's pretty fucked up (laughs) you feel like you're going to die you feel like you're having a mental breakdown like you're 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 you've you've gone mad literally gone mad and yeah it's very very uncomfortable but one tip for anyone that does experience is because i had a second one and two weeks later and it was much quicker and it's because i knew it had the tools to allow it and accept it and not resist it it was the resistance that created the panic but the anxiety is just an ang- an attack of anxiety and that's stage one but when you resist it it creates panic and that's stage two i would say and that's much what's when you know things go more gnarly and so i'd encourage anyone that goes through that to just allow it to be to be in it and to do it ideally in, yourself if you really need to reach out reach out to someone if you're starting to panic but once you're willing to feel it it's not going to hurt you it's not going to kill you it just wants to be felt and it's because you've been suppressing a shitload and it it's it's nature's way of saying forget this fucking shit out of my system and in that sense it's a huge gift it's nature's intelligence clear in your anatomy and so speaking you know six weeks on the other side of my first one and with recent purges like only three days ago when I had that really deep grief in period, it's just a continuum. You know, all we're really practicing here is just this, I'm allowing myself to feel instead of resisting the feeling. So if I notice any sort of discomfort in my body when I wake up, which I sometimes do, I just sit with it and allow it. Sometimes shutting my eyes helps and I just go into it, either through the inner child visualization or just a kind of more esoteric energetic awareness on the the discomfort and willingly feel it and yeah it just it, it just releases after that but we do it because we want to love ourselves and not because we want to get rid of it so that's an important thing to be more effective in in the process of this and really more holistic in understanding what it is that we're doing See, I hope that's given you somewhat of an involvement in what I've been going through. And I just, I just want to, I wanted to share that because, you know, I want to involve you guys in my life and I want to, I want to hold space to have these kind of conversations and normalize this kind of exploration. And I always want to speak and hold me to this. I always want to speak from experience, from direct experience of what I've gone through. If I ever start talking knowledge 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 without kind of specifics and what i'm experiencing hold me to it go you've been knowledge chubby a little dickhead (laughs) because i think that's a tendency with spiritual expansion and just personal development is this um kind of woo woo area of of non-embodiment and the people like i really look up to um you know in a sense that i feel is healthy and just have admiration and fist pumps for is charlie goldsmith and johnny pollard specifically who have taught me so much through this period and their embodiment of love and their embodiment of wisdom and their embodiment of their learnings and the people 
that really make you feel completely accepted and loved and for who you are no matter what the fuck so you know knowing that that's your trajectory for yourself and ideally finding friends or a loved one that has that um, capability to love you and accept you fully is beautiful and I'll put my hand up if anyone's out there for that to to come into a community of in the sense of um, I'm hoping to do meditations coming up that I don't know what format yet but just stay tuned for that and hopefully create some kind of space for that to happen in a live streaming sense so because that's what I've been doing this month with Charlie Goldsmith's program and it's been my good habits and it's been so so fulfilling and so rewarding for many people and you have a real tangible sense of community in that with the back and forth of questions and answers and involvement so yeah that's where I'm at and um, just wanted to drop that with you and again please talk to me and connect with me and give me feedback on how this stuff affects you because I, I really want it to be back and forth and yeah, share it with your friends also as well because, I, I, you know, my intention is to get this stuff to more people that are inquiring for it. Um, so if you feel like it's relevant and sharing it with a friend, that helps me boost that, boost this situation because <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it completely for, obviously, for no income and I'm doing it for the love of it and I fucking love it. So um, any support you guys have for me is massively appreciated and... Um, and yeah, so thank you. Have a beautiful day wherever you are and rest assured more podcasts are coming soon and some really good ones and I'm hoping to do some next level things with this in coming month or two that um, might mean it's live streaming and and other, th other fun things. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all the love and listening time. Big love. <laughs>